Hello and welcome to the morning meeting. My name is Jimmy, sitting here with <clears throat> Matt in our gaming studio, where we now host also the morning meeting. We've commandeered the studio. I have zero intelligence on the show today. So anything that we discuss is truly off the cuff. It's off the cuff. And I have to start with this because it's bugging the crap out of me and I haven't talked to anybody about it yet. If the clock is before 9 a.m., let alone before 8 a.m., you can't have a conversation on the train. You can't. Mm, someone tried to talk to you? No, not to me. Two people speaking oh, they're talking to each so other. loud. I heard everything about their life. Yeah, I don't like when people talk really Come loud on. in public. It's, uh, I don't know. It's For me, it's an indication of you're annoying. But me and Courtney <laughs> might do that to people. This was 745. We kind of whisper to each other on the train. This was 7.45, and this woman was very concerned that her daughter stopped believing in Santa. It, oh, that's not fair. That's, that's funny, though. But I, we were, <laughs> me and Courtney were on the train, and it was packed, and it was the train home. <clears throat> and this uh, woman, girl, she was young, um, young adult, she was talking to her dad, and there was a guy sitting next to her because it was so packed, and three people got laid off in her office, mm. and she, she was just like freaked out by it that it even like she didn't even know they were they said they were and she dad dad no one knew she was going like on and on and it's just like whoa you're in a packed train i know it's not the quiet car but still so yeah okay so that that was bugging me and i'm glad that that's off my chest and i'm sorry to the if the girl stopped believing in santa i'm sorry when did you stop believing in santa um, in denial, fourth and fifth grade, I think. Whoa, that's old. Yeah. Well, I was, you do the logistics there and yeah. you're like, this can't be okay. real. So I think like even third, third, fourth, fifth grade, I was, I knew, but I didn't want to admit it. The thing right. though is I'm the oldest, so I'm catering down, I think a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I like the faith. Emily always says that to me is you watch Disney channel for how long? And I was like, well, I was the oldest. I yeah. think that I'm shifting down rather than them coming up. Mm, wow. Um, playing down to their skill level. <laughs> yeah. I have no qualms with Disney channel. I'm a, if, if the shows were the same that they were back then, there's a chance I would still watch. I like Disney. I like Nickelodeon. I liked MTV. I liked a lot of TV. Yeah. No MTV for me. And I think that was part of the catering down. I wasn't but, that big in a Nickelodeon, actually. The Silent Library on MTV? Yeah, but I was in college. Like, I was out on MTV by then. Well, anyway, welcome to the morning show. We're going to talk about... I have topics now. I have them in front of me. We hung out, featured in the published press, MLB Season Review, Baseball 100, BBB Filming. You want me to stop? I mean, I there's one that has a question because I didn't know if we were allowed oh, to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, year-end reviews. No, yes dinner. No goof and gaff from Landon. Yeah, Landon didn't comment on the latest episode. So guys oh, that were looking forward to the Goof and Gaff, not a Moylan fan. Comment to Landon. Maybe we invited Moylan to the Goof and Gaff, and he was right. He was kind of it might be a on pissy us. about that. <laughs> yeah. And train combo at the very end, we covered that already. We have questions. Oh, if yeah. you guys want to uh, submit questions on the YouTube channel, and we have questions left over from last week because Moylan jumped on the show, so there's questions left over. And if you want to subscribe to the channel, uh, that's been very appreciative. As we continue to do the morning meeting once a week on this 
channel and it's also on podcast if you want to listen to audio only and we also are going to continue to post like behind the scenes different stuff uh, different content here and there i really want to do a sequence breakdown of uh, my premiere but i'm waiting for a good breakdown to do it like i have this cricket one i'm betting right now it's actually too involved every single thing is a nest when i make the cricket ones which is crazy can i give people a challenge Normally we get between two and three hundred likes on these. Oh, okay. Let's get five hundred. Oh, wow. See what that does. Okay. I don't know if it'll do. You just anything. want to test the analytics there. Yeah. All right. Where do you want to start? Um, we hung out. Yeah. A nice lunch. Yep. We went to lunch. Late lunch. On Sunday. I need dinner that night. I went to sleep so early that night. Hmm. I went to sleep at like six thirty. I think Emily was ready for dinner, and I. If she didn't do it, I wasn't going to do it myself, but I did. I ate a lot at uh, yeah. Raymond's. I was starving, I guess. Yeah, it was nice. You and James hung out. He likes playing with you. Walked around Montclair. It's a cool town. Yeah, James is great. Um, I have no idea if he has any recollection of our time at Billy's and that that helped in sparking the us hanging out. But I'm going to say no. I would assume not. He just, but you just liked your energy the same as he did the first time. I think you leaving the for the bathroom before we left. And him needing someone else. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Yeah. He was good. Me and Katie were very surprised how good he was sitting at a table at a restaurant. We haven't done that since in like a year, since he was like one. But he was pretty well behaved. Very well behaved. Yeah. Good job, James. Good job, James. Claire's not behaving. She didn't sleep at all last night. Like at all. I... Got to her to sleep at one thirty, and I really worked for it. And then it would lasted like half hour. And then I got her, brought her in bed with Katie. And then I went and slept in the other room. So I don't wake James and everyone up when I leave. And he's like not asleep. But I slept. I woke up at five, which I don't think is unreasonable. Yeah, I, I had similar sleep hours because uh, Emily and I are going on a trip that leaves tonight. Where are you so, going? I saw your big suitcase. Tampa, oh, but nice. that's that's a combined suitcase. Oh, okay. You um, didn't want you don't want me thinking that that's how much you pack for a trip to Tampa. That's twenty percent of that's mine. Okay. Right. I, I mean that thing is full and it's not mine. <laughs> um, the 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 one thing that I wanted to hit on uh, real quick was just that we got featured in the published press and I thought that that was cool. Um, Julian who may or may not listen to the morning meeting normally was in our warehouse on behalf of, of the published press and Colin and Samir team Thursday and Friday. And it was cool to see that instant turnaround. I feel like a lot of times with warehouse stuff, you know, we have to wait and the audience even has to wait a few months to have that gratification come through. And for me at least, and I hope some other people in the office, that was like instant, like, heck yeah. Like that was cool. That was cool. I'm I'm going to be true to myself. I'm not incredibly familiar with the published press. Can you tell people what it is? But I've explained this. I'm not really in our own world that much. As far as like people ask, do I watch YouTube about YouTube? You do. A lot of our people do. Yeah. Yeah. The published press is a newsletter that the YouTube channel Colin and Samir, who, like you said, is a YouTube channel about creators. Um, they created the this newsletter. And it's... It's a good newsletter. I could link it below. I've read it a bunch want. of times now because Courtney's really into it too. Yeah. Um, but it basically just covers YouTube news three times a week. It's the 
they have three featured stories three times a week. I browse through those just to make sure I'm caught up with everything. And then at the bottom, it's like quick notes uh, and job postings, which we've been featured in both of those before too. And I think that's the real, if, if I wasn't here, the Colin and Samir slash published press job board is, I looked through it and it is awesome. It's like big YouTube channels that need help. Um, and just seems like the perfect fit for somebody that was in my position where I was doing it freelance and just as a hobby. That's something we need it. help with is full time is getting more applicants when we hire jobs. Yeah. And well, not more, more qualified for the roles we're trying to hire. We get yeah. a ton of people that apply and just say, I'll do anything. And here's my, and I don't have a resume, but I'll do anything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that should help. That's good. Julian was really nice. I enjoyed chatting with him. Showing him the way I track uh, the warehouse. Yeah. A little, uh, I'm like a caveman compared to him. Well, but he I'm does He does the tracking for them. Yeah, he's data analyst. That's why I want to, I was like, you want to see how I, what I got going on in here? Did he think it was too manual? Yes. Well, it is. It's very manual. Yeah, I know. Uh, but if I don't enter it manually, I just won't check it. Yeah. Like that's my, oh, I got to update the numbers to, in order to see where everything's at. Mm -hmm. If I don't do that, then I just like, don't check it or I'm not, I just don't feel like I'm uh, inputting it. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. But when I actually go to, it doesn't take me that long to do it. Yeah. But my, have you seen my Google sheet lately? Yeah. I showed you. Yeah. I'm getting better great. and better. And this morning, all I wanted to do was teach myself more Google sheet tricks to make another I was like, oh, I want to do this, and I want to do that with this and another project. And I was like, nope, fucking edit, dummy. No, that's that's my goal, too, this <clears> offseason. <throat> I, for those that don't know, run an extremely competitive homer draft between my friends and I. And we take it very serious. And for a while, I was very proud of my Google Sheet because it counts cells by color. And, you know, you get a certain green shade if he hits one homer, two homers every day. Um I told them that this off season, I want to go and make an analytics page. Yeah. And I want to go percent. This is the first analytics thing that I want to do is percent of times that we pick somebody compared to the times that they Homer. So we've done this for four MLB you need seasons. To enter, you need to enter new data. You're not tracking just every player's homers, right? You could only do it at no. the end of the season. No, I'm, but I have 2020 through 2023 seasons. Yeah. Every day, the name that we pick is there. Then you just compare it to like if you, how many times Judge Homer versus, and then you just, how many times he's, we've picked him. That's so, easy. I could do that in a cinch. You want to hire me? No. That's very easy. I mean, no. I'm pretty, I'm pretty above that right now. Okay. Um, I mean, want to hear this formula? Just crazy stuff. False. That's the formula of the cell I collect. No, what I did that people might be interested in, and I sent some stats to the uh, company about Floorball, so maybe I'll share those right now. Floorball 2 uh, concluded, and uh, the championship game has been up for three days, so I have all the comparison numbers of the three-day views, which to me, I value 12-hour um, views. So how many views did it get in the first 12 hours of existence? One day views, how many views did it get in the first 24 hours, obviously, and then three day views, two day, eh. because I, I believe that's, that's people putting us on their schedule. 
like in their routine. Um, now what we sell on is 30 day views, but a lot of that is people picking it up at the end, people binge watching it, uh, watching it on their own time, clicking around. So the, the people that watch in the first three days of a release of a game in my head, I think that's like, Oh, these people are, um, along for the ride, like watching as they come out and want to watch it before the next one comes out. Does that make I sense? I agree. Yeah. So we have that for floorball two. Now we have all the data to compare it against everything else. And if you compare it against floorball one, it's 150% increase, which I thought was awesome. Great. And then if you compare it to, I took out the outliers. We have two outliers. One inning roulette is an outlier in the negative way because we did not play to our algorithms likings. We made the games really short thinking, let's try this. Uh, yes. If you guys were listening to the morning show way back then, we, we realized, oh shit, these are not going to do well. Cause we realized that we need to be around 35 minute plus for the algorithm to really send the videos around on the yeah. warehouse games channel. That was a disappointing one. We were just about to release the season. And we were like, oh shit. Yeah. So these might not do well. And then they didn't do well, which confirmed our theory and all the other videos have confirmed that as well. So that's good that we confirmed it. But I, so I took out one inning roulette and then I took out Blitzball Battle 3 because that's its own beast and was like a big. There was a short that got 30 million views during that time, which is why I'm so interested for Blitzball Battle 4 views because the odds that we get a 30 million view short. Yeah, I would like Blitzball Battle 4 to be the same if not better of course, or yeah. in the same world as blitzball battle three and then eventually we say hey that's our flagship we only compare the blitz yes. balls against the blitz ball and then we compare the rest as we go that's the hope but we'll see but anyway we'll so see, yeah. uh what i liked is our floor is slowly increasing on uh three day views average so blitzball battle two had um thirty-eight thousand people watched it on average a game in the first three days and then Ball and Play League went up to uh, 39.8. So you're looking at two and a half, a little over two and a half thousand uh, more. And then Floorball 2 went up to 43,300. So you're looking at whatever, you know, a 3.7 or I don't know what the math is there. Three, in between three and four thousand base on three-day views. Now, the 30-day views, which we sell on, are going to increase even more, which yeah. is cool. But to me, it's I like looking at the that. So that's cool. But I have a Google sheet here that I have every game. I have who, the teams that played, the game number, and then the views. 12 hours, one day, two day, three days, one week, two week, 30 days. And then now I have the formulas to siphon it out to look by tournament total. Mm. And that's color-coded. To look by team, which team is averaging the best. Mm -hmm. uh, ice, no surprise there. Um, and then by game number. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm a genius. Yeah. That colored one you had mentioned the other day and that was sad because I wrote my own count the cell based on the color. color. You know there's just a plugin. Yeah. I didn't know there's a help thing on Google sheets. You just say like split the cells and then it gives you the formula. Mm. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Wait, um, I wanted to show you one more thing because you don't even know about this. Uno mas. Floorball Awards was the sheet that Sam made. And I want to, what the f 
four ball awards. Yeah. And did you see this that I did? Did I show you this already? So mm -hmm. I had the list of all the players that I wanted to give out an award. And then oh, as I chose them, they they got deleted from the list. Oh, that's cool. You like that? Yeah. So like that's going to be much easier when we say, okay, this is the crew available mm -hmm. for ball and play Definitely. two. Mm -hmm. And then when I assign roles on the Google sheet, if I use that person, they get removed from the list. Yeah. That took me a while to figure out. That's because cool. Excel has a real easy way to do a drop down where if you choose it, then it's not available in the drop down anymore. But you can't do that on Google Sheets. And I went through the whole 20 minute YouTube copying what the dude was saying. And then at the end, the final, final like function Google Sheets doesn't do. But Excel huh. does. I was like, fuck. That stinks. You are. This is my last job is watching YouTube videos to learn how to code things. Um, nice. So I'm a coder. I, that segment will be called Jimmy is a coder now. Because um, you, oh, you don't even know. Also, that segment. Filter. Player right. names. Put the, put the graphic when Jimmy was talking. Put the, you know, the chart in. Because it was a little, me knowing the chart that you were reading, the, the three-day views going up. Oh, yeah. I shared them in Warehouse Games Slack yeah. channel. Um, I wanted to pivot because this is the first episode of Morning, not in the warehouse that we've recorded since the regular season ended. And really? Yes. And stats, Lucas, analytics, Lucas, had pulled numbers for the 2023 MLB regular season in his weekly content report, the latest one, 10-2. So I don't know if you want to pull this up. I can slack you the link to make that process. He's got easier. he's got a section in there. I looked at this, maybe I didn't. Yeah, there's a page, whole page, 2023 MLB regular season. I figured, hey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's top deep episode dive by on this. show. Yeah, I mean the thing that interested me the most was the year over year growth, 2022 regular season to 2023. Jolly Olive and Wake and Jake, 60% growth year over year fighting for that top spot which is really cool and then towing the slab talking yanks and baseball today all and talking baseball just by a smidge all positive year-over-year -year growth which is exciting i thought talking baseball grew more than that yeah it's very small little sliver it grew which is great yeah i thought it but i, I remember checking in and thinking like it was going way up maybe not Maybe there's a few like really big outliers last season. Maybe, yeah, or a good stretch. Talking Yanks grew by what twenty three percent ish around. That's would cool. agree. Jolly had a huge year. Uh Wake and Jake got after it. They had Eno Sarasan. When? I don't know if it's out yet actually. I don't think so. But they recorded that yesterday with Eno. Nice. That's cool. Him reacting to you guys saying that? That's yeah, I wonder hat. if someone showed him. We did a video where Jake and I walked through Greenwich Village, and I, I pointed out this, these two dudes that were sitting in their hats didn't match up personality wise, and Jake called one guy John Boy hat, one guy Eno Saris hat, or something yeah. like that, and then Eno responded. So he, he watched it, I guess. He watched. Eno's it. awesome. I mean, he photoshopped his own face. In yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if someone tagged him in it or something yeah. like that. But I don't. I'm not sure he's watching all JJTV content. I mean, it's possible, I guess. Maybe, maybe he's a big 
New York City. I want to do another Exploring New York City video. He just happened to stumble across the New York City video while yeah. he was watching other New York City videos. I want to go to uh, Rockefeller Center and do a Christmas one with Jake. Mm. I told Jake, and it's it's tough because I'm going up. We have Thanksgiving, then I'm going on vacation, then Jake's going on vacation. Yeah. But I, and so we have to like pack things in ahead of time, so we can't really add extra stuff. But I told Zach that since that one's out, we should kind of always have one that he can edit in the background. Yeah. In my opinion, mm-hmm. just go explore and do stuff. It didn't do that great in views, but the people that like it really like it and those are kind of our like depth fans so but it also didn't do poorly 13k is outperforming all of the ranking videos um it's yeah guts pretty on par with geoguessr geoguessr a little above i think but yeah it's not like oh that video was a bomb and you want to do geoguessr live huh oh yeah i should have put that on the sheet because that's i also don't know when we're going to do that i also want to do jam live on Wednesday's live for two hours, but I don't know if yeah. that's possible or when we're going to do that. Oh, the GeoGuessr live. I typed out that plan because I had thought about it a little bit. I really want to do it. Um, but yeah, 2023 MLB season, that was cool to see. Um, well, and- our plan is coming together of diversifying shows. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, as much as, you know, that plan has a lot of haters and doubters. Maybe even internally it had some doubters until last year. But what we did last year, amongst media spend being down, amongst uh, top-down organization of the company being a mess, and, um, you know, that's on me and, and, and Jake and Courtney. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of things when we, like, reflect on the year as a company, and you're like, damn, like, there's a lot of obstacles in a lot of um, different phases of it, and some weren't great, and some were good. And, but, but the one thing that we did do really well was the plan we put in place the year prior to get more talent, expand shows, is really coming to fruition. So seeing Wake and Jake up there, that's another long form that uh, if it gets into a nice average, you know, has multiple ad slots, um, can be licensed, all that. Seeing Jolly Olive go up there is awesome. I mean, look at, I get that Jolly's is more so for YouTube than the rest of those in that top chart, but Jolly is, you know, 120,000 average 30-day views yeah. um, throughout the regular season, which is massive shout-out to him. Yeah, and then talking Yanks going up is cool. That's not part of the diversifying. Seeing Toe and the Slab go up is, is nice. Um and then this doesn't even include, because this is like baseball stuff, the warehouse, obviously. Yeah. Taking off and growing and uh, some little social media content taken off and getting um, bought. So, yeah. No, it was a really good year in far of in, as far as diversifying our content and our portfolio. So, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, here, do you want this book? I mean, this is my challenge book for myself. Um, I'm not a reader. I only read baseball books over the past few years, which is for better or worse, and I don't read that often. But I went to a bookstore somewhat recently, and now that I finished Hoax 62, I moved on to this 800-page book, which is by far the biggest book I ever read. Maybe the Harry Potter, one of those is close. But my goal is to read 
one player per day. It's the baseball 100. This guy, Joe something. Uh, what's his actual name? Poznanski. Joe <clears throat> Poznanski. He oh, wrote. Poznanski? I don't know how you say it. He, he made a list, one through 100, of the top baseball players ever. And the thing is 800 pages, so I figured maybe eight pages per player. Um, my goal is to read one player per day. And I think I'm going to start a Twitter thread to hold myself accountable since I've fallen off. I told you that you shouldn't have a daily situation. Oh, yeah, that's right. You should have weekly, weekly. like seven a week. Seven a week. That allows you at the end of the week yeah. on a Sunday, depending on how you frame your weeks. It's kind of weird that people do them differently. No, Sunday Sundays, would be the end. Yeah, same yeah. for me. That you could put it an, an hour aside on a Sunday in the morning with yeah. you're drinking coffee or I don't know if you drink coffee, whatever. I figured you didn't. And then you could catch up. Yeah. One a day is, for me, a recipe to fall so far behind you think the task unattainable and you give up. I'm not fully to that point, but I did feel a little bit of that this past week because I started strong, then fell off, and I was like, ah, shoot, I'll catch up, I'll catch up, I'll catch up. Yeah. Do you, um, want, do you want me to read a player? I mean, I think that that could take an excessive amount of time. You want me to speed read it? Sure. People won't like that. Wait, go to Larry Walker. He's like number 98 or something. I read it already. 96, yeah. 96. Read his brother's names. That's the craziest stat. That, I think I want to make a Twitter thread to hold myself accountable, and I'm going to list one sentence of a stat that I found most interesting. It doesn't have to be related to baseball or be a baseball stat. Larry Walker's would be his brother's names all rhyme. Wow. That's insane. The Baseball 100 by Joe Posnanski. If you wanted to do the same thing Maddie's doing, go ahead and do it. Number 96, Larry Walker. Larry Walker dreamed of being a hockey goalie. Well, more specifically, he dreamed of being one hockey goalie. The estimable, what's that word? I don't esteemable? know what you said. Esteemable, probably. That's how you spell that? I've never seen that word written down. I like learning new words. Worthy of great respect. And how do you pronounce it? Does it have a sound on your computer? Estimable. So I said it right? Brand new word for me. Wow. Shout out, Joe. He writes well. The estimable Billy Smith, the ultra-successful New York Islanders goalie who was sometimes called Hatchet Man for the way he would slash players with his goalie stick. To the young walker, no one seemed cooler. He grew up in a mid-sized Canadian town with the wonderfully Canadian name of Maple Ridge. It goes without saying, hockey was and is everything in Maple Ridge. Hockey also was everything in the Walker family. His brother, Kerry, was drafted by the Montreal Canadiens. The Walker hockey games were legend, and his father, Larry Sr., molded the hockey masks his son wore. So, yes... Larry Walker would have become Billy Smith had his talent obliged. Same with me. So wait, he has another brother? He has three. I th- the first one they said Carrie, right? I believe the others are like Billy? Gary. No, goodness, not, not Billy. Billy Smith. It mentions it at some point. It's like Gary, Barry, Carrie, and then Larry Jr., Larry Sr. I mean, you got five names, four names in one household. That rhyme is crazy. Yeah. Well, you got to believe in something. I can't find the other names. That's cool. I've been reading uh, Green Eggs and Ham a lot. <laughs> that James, one's by Dr. Seuss if you want to follow along. James thinks home. it's really funny. Here, this is uh, him laughing. In a 
box? No. Or would you eat them with a fox? Mm. No. Not in a box. No. Not with a fox. <laughs> not in a house. Not with a mouse. I would not eat no. them here or there. I would not eat them anywhere. No. I would not eat green eggs and ham. I do not like them, no. Sam. I am. He likes it. He requests it. Went and laid in his bed. He doesn't really sleep in his bed, but now he knows that as the place we read books. So we're building right. it as a safe, fun place for him to be. So he oh, that's went there good. by himself and handed me that book. And then he really likes the Savannah Bananas book. That's like the one-two punch right now mm. about a one-armed girl who has doubters, but she proves them all wrong. That's good stuff. I'm not familiar, but that's okay. All right. Well, um, arms. Most humans have two. This little girl has one, right? But it's not a detriment. It's good. She throws out the first pitch at the Savannah Bananas game, which is a banana, which I also threw out. Right. So, um, all right. Uh, let's take some time to answer questions because we fell behind last week when Peter bombarded our show, which we invited him on. Um, but let's catch up a little bit. There was a few questions about. YouTube, YouTube backend stuff. So let's knock some of those out. Quebner uh, mm. said, does YouTube give any sort of reimbursement Kwebner. or better standing in the algorithm if the channel gets a large amount of premium viewers? Quentin Hubner. He's made some, uh, he used to make the end slate that John Boy made it. Yeah. Um, say again. Does YouTube give any sort of reimbursement or better standing in the algorithm if the channel gets a large amount of YouTube premium viewers? No, I don't think so. I also don't think so. Um, but the second half of his question, how has the introduction of chapters impacted overall watch time? Well. Yeah, better. Yeah. It, it, if you you know, if you know, have access to a YouTube backend and you look at uh, videos that have and have not chapters, um, that was weird. The, the ones that do have chapters, anytime that people, it starts to go down, it like it's a wave throughout. Yeah, because people will then, you know, it's the old part of the part of the interruption effect of letting them know what topic's coming up next. So if, if you're if you're not interested in this one, don't leave. You might right. like the next one. Yes. and that's what the chapters allow is they allow people to click around and find the next one and the next one. I think talking baseball gets help because I don't think many people listen to the full recaps. They just kind of want to go to their game or their their team. So it helps there. But yeah, they. Uh, the chapters help watch time. Did you read Dylan's comment that's directly under this? Personally, I love them, especially on Talking Baseball, because it allows me to quickly watch the topic on my team when I'm in a hurry. No, I didn't. But I know people do that. Yeah. And then <clears throat> the other YouTube uh, comment. I don't know how it affects a view, because I know YouTube's algorithm for what is a view after a while is like really odd. So if like you were to come on an hour 15 video, click it, watch a minute, and leave, is that a view? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I believe that YouTube is 30 seconds, 10. I forget. I know they have an advanced way to do it to weed out bots and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think every time you come back is a new view. The, the other question is number four here. Short strategy. Joe, he said old man here, but I'm a supporter of John boy and even own a hoodie. So thank nice. you for that, Joe. Um, 
Long story short, he said, I feel overwhelmed with the YouTube shorts. I wish YouTube had a way of turning off shorts. Um, do you think the quantity is going to hurt you long term over quality? When I said the long form, I mean a video that's more than five minutes. The goal seems to be to use shorts to gain audiences. Is that your goal? Does that seem to work long term? And do you think it's going to hurt long term because there's more quantity focus rather than quality there? <clears throat> well, um, a lot of like the things that Joe's saying is right. Like shorts is quality over quantity, quantity, quantity over quality, yeah. quantity over quality, because you kind of just throw a bunch at the wall and they're so algorithmic that, you know, people don't see them in chronological order. There's no timeline, especially TikTok, Instagram, and even YouTube shorts. They really don't start pushing them until two weeks after you publish them anyway. So I think he's right there. Um, and that's not fun. And then, um, does it, one of the questions was, does it work to grow audience? Absolutely. It's like the only way to get subscribers on YouTube right now is to, um, publish a lot of shorts and have them be watched and shared and liked and commented. And then YouTube will push out your shorts more and they, you are gaining subscribers from those a ton. Um, that's the, that's, that's the game. Like that's not our, we're just, you just, if you're in our world and you're creating content at your business, you kind of got to adhere a little bit to the trends and the games and then, and then do it in a way that you don't feel like you're selling yourself or you hate what you're doing. So yeah, we had a big strategy that like the main channel wasn't getting subscribers at all anymore. And cause we didn't do shorts on there. And so now we're putting shorts on the main channel. Um, some of them are just like the best 30 seconds from a breakdown. Some of them are specifically made to be a short. We've had success a handful of times on the main channel, but nothing crazy. Um, I think I have a couple that have done really well. Um, but the subscribers have started going up on that channel. So it is working there. And Warehouse Games gained a ton of subscribers when the shorts started taking off. So, yeah, that is the formula um, that it is right now. That might change. Nah, his one question of like, do you think the goal seems to use the shorts to gain audience first? Is that a goal? Second, does it work long term? Um, do you think the quantity is going to hurt long term? So <clears throat> if somehow YouTube, TikTok, they all want to monetize this short form. If somehow they're able to monetize it and it's more profitable than long form, um, then maybe that would hurt it and that would suck. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, you know, seeing how other companies operate, especially some companies that we've been really interested in following what they're doing and how they're doing it and what, how they're selling and that are like short form socials only kind of like getting to know more. And they're jealous of us that we have long form audience. So because short, you know, if you have a creator out there and you only watch their shorts, you're probably not buying their merch, going to an event, um, putting them in your like regular routine uh, that much. Now, you, obviously, you have people that are doing that are, are very successful. Nikki Cass is one of those d guys doing it and very successful. But, um, you know, it, long form is still going to pay out better AdSense. And then there's more slots for ads um, to be sold. So if, if, it, if, you know, social media is your business and, and creating contents like your 
passion, but also your business, long form is always going to provide more availability for growth and a higher ceiling. But that doesn't mean you can survive by doing just that because you need, you need, you need to send out invitations to your party. And that's kind of what shorts are right now. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. I don't um, like that the YouTube app just made it so the shorts are um, right at the top. They just changed that. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot of changes. I don't know how like in the weeds you If are. I open it up now, well, okay, I have one here. That's nice. But you in the in yesterday, I opened it up and it was just a block of four shorts, and I'm like, I don't know, because once I click one of those, I'm trapped for a yeah. little bit. So I. It's an addiction, you know? You can control the first drink, but not the second. So that's... They... Yeah. They're doing so many changes to the UI of YouTube. Um, There's a new CEO recently. I'm not sure if this is, you know, part of his first actions. What is it? What's the president's, like, 90-day plan or something? Yeah. I forget the term, but yeah. Um, But, I mean, look look at the top, right? This just screams like too much crowded over here. And then all of this is where this used to be. Like these links used to just sit yeah. here. I'm guessing that's for socials now. No, it looks I mean, bad there on too. The phone. And the channels page is gone on YouTube, which I just went through and updated recently based on a morning comment that's gone. Oh, yeah, I never use that. Wait, I still have it. That's because I put that there. The actual tab at the top is probably not there. Like, uh, go back to it, open a channel. One microphone. Okay. Uh, and then where it says home videos, shorts, that scroll. Yeah. There's probably not channels. No, go just scroll that those words at the top. Oh, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. I okay. guess I never here. Like it's uh, right here though. Yeah. Because people put that like, this is something that we put on the homepage. It just used to be here. It would say channels, and you what, could click. What would it be if no one had channels? You would. The, it wouldn't appear the, if you didn't have channels. Oh, yeah. I guess I never used that. Yeah. So sorry, Joe, that you don't enjoy shorts. Uh, try not to click one because yeah, they, they, they suck you in. But it is an ends to a means of. It, like I said, uh, yeah, I we I try to th- explain them and think of them as an invitation. Then you try to get people in the door and you try to get them to say, hey, I want to stay around longer. Let's take a tour of what else you got. And then they, oh, I like this place. I'm going to come back weekly. The Trey Turner short that we posted on this channel in May is still the first or second most viewed, most gained subscribers video week in, week out to this date. Mm. Just amasses. Same with the Lou and Zoe yeah. 30 million on yep. uh on uh, warehouse games. Absolutely. Speaking of warehouse, there's a few quick questions uh, to hit on warehouse that people were asking. Uh, Matt Jones would like to hear about the vibe around the office after a big warehouse series concludes. Is there a hangover or is it just business as usual? Um, Do you share results with everyone in the company or do they find out when it airs? So this this filming was Tuesday through Friday. So everyone had Saturday and Sunday to like debrief. There's a huge hangover. The warehouse is a brain melter. So I think everyone's really tired. Even if you don't 
quote unquote do much, it's very exhausting to be in that place for a while. And, and you have to be a fan. Being a fan is really tiring. So, yeah, there's definitely a hangover period, I think, but everyone does that on their own. Sometimes we've finished on Sunday, and then you're back Monday, and that's crazy. But there's definitely a little hangover period, I think. Uh, but, yeah, but most, mostly just business as usual. Usually everyone's got to now catch up on shit and go right back to it. Like, it does not yeah. it does not stop. The hamster wheel keeps moving. So, uh, And then do you share results with everyone in the company? Yeah, I think everyone in the company knows because yeah. a lot they're all invited to the championship game. Yes, yes. Everybody's invited. A real quick one here. Does somebody in-house do graphics for the warehouse, franchise logos, and that sort of stuff? Or is that contracted out? We don't um, contract out <clears throat> much of anything. So that's all in-house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said, let's give them a shout-out if it's in-house because they do an awesome job. Agree. Matt, Matt Blake, Blake. Sarah. I don't know how Kenny. it involves Sarah gets in the warehouse yeah. design. Graphics team. Graphics though. for sure. I know Scorebug is Blake, Jersey's Matt, and, and Blake combo. Um, I'm not sure who takes lead on. But, yeah, they do a great job. It looks so good. It's yes. awesome. The graphics that the editors use, too, like look really good. I love where those are at. Yes. So, shout out to the graphics team. Uh, two more warehouse-related questions. We'll cruise through. Sal, any thoughts about Rosie and Moylan not cursing so much in the booth? No. I don't have any thoughts on that. Uh, sometimes I think, oh, if we didn't say fuck, little kids would watch us more, uh, and that would probably help the business. And then other times I think I, words are, are, are so stupid. Bad, the concept of um, bad words is so crazy to me, especially without malicious intent. Like if Rose was calling the game and he was like unfucking believable that is nowhere near as bad if rose was like that is unbelievable can't believe he gave that up what a fat loser the pitcher is yeah but fat and loser are fine fat and loser are fine words but that's malicious and mean the other one's just an expression so i don't know i've never i i don't i don't understand people who let like like Words without malicious intent affect their brain. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's boggled my mind forever. So no, I don't I don't care that much. I mean, yeah, you don't want you just you don't want it to be like when A Rod went on R two C two and just said fuck every other sentence to be cool. And it was like this is awkward. You know. But an expression here or there to heighten it or make it funny is fine by me. And then the last warehouse question here, uh, Phil said, does the fan reaction to the struggling guests for hook line make you want to bring guests like that back more for floorball three speaking engagement wise? This is question eight. Oh, does the fan reaction to the interaction <laughs> Oh, does a fan reaction to and interaction with uh, struggling guests for a hook line make you want to bring him back even more for four ball three? Not really, no. It's, it's, I don't think anyone enjoys that reaction. Uh, that's not what we're trying to do. 
Yeah, I think we're we'll get engagement other ways. Yeah, I mean we have there. people yeah. that play the heel. Kmac plays the heel certain games. Uh, Jake and I play the heel in BB three, and that's like fun engagement. But it's all you know part of the show in terms. Yes. Um, and then question nine. There is a balance though of skill and entertainment. Whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah, like for sure. some people really don't understand. We are not trying to be the most skilled blitzball players no. in any way or floorball. Like it is a entertainment, but they can kind of play. Yes. Yeah. Like, we don't want it to be awful, which is why I'm never doing basketball, which is people ask that sometimes. Like no one wants to watch a bunch of five, six to five, nine white guys play basketball in a warehouse and even if you do as a joke you wouldn't watch 11 games of it and anyone new that clicks it wouldn't be like oh what's this you know the fact that we're really trying really hustling and you know nick can do what he did in the championship and people can like make passes and plays is uh definitely a pull but we but it also you need to be entertaining and and have like a crowd let me ask it this is off off script now Mm mm-hmm Given the facilities that we have and the ability tech-wise, people-wise, et cetera, is there ever a point, now that I'm phrasing the question, I'm guessing the answer is no. Was there ever a point that we would get to, let's host a basketball tournament because we know that's a popular sport and that performs well on YouTube, but we would invite uh, King of the Fourth Quarter, Kenny. Uh, We would invite people in and we would provide the tech and the commentary and like you would coach a team, Jake would coach a team and that's funny. I mean, we'd have to be so big at that point. Probably not. I don't think that benefits us that much. Yeah. I yeah. I agree. I it interests me that we could bring in There's been a lot of attempts at creator leagues where there's no home it's someone yeah yeah pulling the strings and getting everyone together yes um now we did that with hockey creators but in the end they played on our team names our franchises and our home who does another one and another one but there's been a lot of like let's get all these celebrities together and they play this sport in this league attempts and no one's interested and there's no stickiness at all yeah to it no for sure so no that's that's where I would say, like, oh, well, our players, if they want to play, great. But otherwise, you and Jake would be coaching team baggage. Um, but, yes, I agree. The longevity, I mean, the cost to put that on with appearance fees might just outweigh the results completely. Um, and then even appearance still. Appearance fees, hotel, flight is, like, way too expensive. And then the odds people stay are low when we I, don't do it I again. found a game that I sent to the crew yesterday that I want to play. And we don't even have room in the content calendar yeah, to add new games in 2024. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one of the games is new. Yeah, we got to really figure that out. But look at this. It's uh, like volleyball. Um, how do I go to be? Yeah, it's like volleyball. Well, okay. There's two dudes on basically a badminton court, and they have a ball. And then there's a wall in front of them. And they have to throw it over the wall. And the other dude has to, if he catches it, he throws it back. If it lands with a massive ball, no, it's like a handball. If it lands in the square, the other dude gets a point. 
That's funny. I I mean, this is me and my dad used to play this on the opposite ends of my house. We would throw the ball over the yeah, roof, yeah. and if it landed, it was a point, you know. But this is just over a wall. I want to play this. Like I this think would, this would be fun to play. Their reactions are so subdued. It makes that watching that wasn't interesting to me. I feel like they were. Oh just yeah, like, but when I see this, I see like we could put on yes, a show. With yes, this. I agree. It can't look like this, but I agree that we could do it better. And we maybe we do like a shorts league. Yeah. Like we oh just it God. just gets released as shorts. Um in the interest of time and wrapping up quick, I agree. Did you see that this Joe's video got two thousand two hundred shares on Instagram yesterday? No. It's surprising because I've seen the video below like a long time ago. So I'm very happy that it performed that well. I didn't expect it. Um, the, the last two topics I wanted to touch on, and I think I've hit everything, all of these questions, Cubs DJ asked about yes network. Um, he's, you've mentioned that talking Yanks blows other channels out of the water in terms of views. Are you guys counting views from yes network partnership? No, just no, I don't even know how to count those. No. That that was my question leading into do we get any analytics for them? No. From them? I'm specifically when we're saying that, I'm not even counting the podcast. Yes. Which yeah. does way way more than the YouTube. Yeah. I'm just saying like talking Yanks YouTube alone cuz we usually say that with the subscriber rate. Yeah. Um does way more than other YouTubes. People just don't subscribe to it cuz they're not Yankees fans. Yes. <laughs> This question, yes, network-wise, they don't give us any, like, oh, this is, is doing well. Do more of this. No. I wouldn't even know what to ask or how to, like, you know, gauge it. Yeah. Because it's all TV ratings. and Obviously, I would know how to gauge it, and I, know, I like TV ratings, but it's a little different. Um, and then tying into yes, network, I... Do when I plan these shows, I go look at your calendar, and you have a dinner with Yes. Mm-hmm. Tonight. Tonight. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of dinners. Uh, I really like the guys at Yes. Like, I like talking with them, chatting with them. I know it's going to be heavy, like Yankees conversation, uh, talking about you know all the recent shit in the Yankees world, which is always fun to hear from their perspective. Uh, and then we're just discussing, I think, like, you know, you know, reflecting on the relationship and what we're into the future. I don't even really know. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll get a nice steak. I brought a collared shirt. Nice. Yeah. Um, they've reached out, right? We didn't reach out to them for this. They reached out to us. It was kind of like a, let's get Mutual. dinner after when the season ends for a while. Nice. Um, oh, wow. Last 365 days, talking Yanks, talking baseball. That's kind of wild. Guess the views. In the last year? Yeah. Um, 17 million on talking baseball and 18 million on talking Yanks. You're high on both because you got regular season in your brain. But talking baseball, 10.2 million last 365 days. Talking Yanks, 10.1. Wow. So it must have been like last 90 days. Well, since Boone. I mean, that makes a massive difference. But at one point, Talking Yanks was double Talking Baseball. So Talking Baseball. Oh. But I think it, I wasn't doing last um, 365. 
do it from the start of the regular season. I think that you're going to get more of what you expect. Yeah, I'm going to do the last 90 days because that's easier. They have that as an option. Talking, oh, dude, talking baseball goes every day, and, and talking Yanks didn't have a post. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so there's – Before talking. the playoffs. Yeah, you'd have to customize it as, like, regular season, like you're saying. Um, You saying that you're not the biggest dinner guy yeah. reminded me of what you said at lunch, like you're out on restaurants. I don't like, yeah, I don't like restaurants. Um, I don't like being on other, other, other people's time. That was uh, – Which maybe that sounds like the most douchey thing hearing me say it. I didn't um, think of it that way, but because like my family, friends, employees, I yeah. that. but like, you know, going to restaurants, just like waiting. And then like, just like, but growing up, like after I was finished eating, I would go to the parking lot and play with my dad with a tennis ball or something. Like I would leave, I would always growing up, leave the table as soon as I was done eating. And then me and my dad would play in the parking lot or me and my friend would go play. And I never did that part of dinner. So I think as an adult, mm. now that I have to sit there, like I'm done eating, but I'm just stuck here until you guys stop talking or yeah. this check comes. And I yeah. hate, I hate that. Yeah. That makes sense. That's why you ate so much when we went out to lunch. Um, Dude, I ate so much that I gained a lot of weight the last three days. I think it's because I ate so much at that meal. That's I, I was laughing because that's Emily when we got home later. She was like, "Jimmy had a hot take," and I was like, "What did he say?" She was like, she, "He said he hates restaurants." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's funny." Um, not the biggest restaurant guy. The I also don't care about food as much as most people care about food. Means to an end. Um, yes, that's why I don't choose my. Lunch. lunch any day. <laughs> I wish I, I'm too picky of an eater. I hate choosing meals. Um, cause I agree. Like I'm not into food, I guess, but I, I'm too picky of an eater for somebody else to choose it. Um, all right. Last thing before we close this out, uh, question from JC Strowlin. Hmm. This was from before they asked two weeks ago, aside from balancing your work and life together, what has been the most difficult part of running John Boy Media? Oh, definitely balancing life and work. Um, they got you. They got you. They, uh, they knew that was number one, so they took it away from me. That's a bummer. Um, all right. During the regular season, April 1st through September 30th or whatever, 7.9 million for Talking Yanks, 5.5 for uh, Talking Baseball. So it is boring. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. Um, I have like three three jobs because I have uh, family, content creator, and then and then like the management and like um, program director for all the content. So I think. You know, they took away the life part, but even balancing the work is tough besides uh, between creating and meetings. Like, that's why I like coming in here at 530 in the morning, because from 530 to nine is when I can edit and kind of create. And then from 10 to five, I'm recording podcasts or I'm checking in with employees and doing meetings and and or, um, you know, 
fixing the next idea and organizing it so everyone can move forward. That's like, that's, that's just as tough a balance as the work life thing. I hate missing bedtime. So like, you know, yes, dinner tonight. Like I'm not going to get to see James and Claire when they go to sleep and that I hate that. Mm -hmm. So he said no work-life balance, but that's my number one dislike. It trumps his ruling it out. It trumps that he took it out. Other than that, the hardest thing, I mean, I don't know if that's a good answer. It's just me personally. I don't know if he means like the whole company. Um, I think that's a fair answer. But yeah. I mean, uh, full-time creator and then full-time, you know, head of content or whatever is tough. Yeah. Especially when, you know, the edits take a long time. Like today, I have a busy day, but there's a window open from 12 to 3. That's prime distraction time for like myself. I'll go like organize stuff and other people will come up to me and ask questions. But I have to edit. So I told John to reserve a room and make sure I don't come out. It's fair. It's fair. But I like being in the office and like being able to chat and hang out with people. Yep. No, I agree. It's, you know, relatable uh, to be able to balance um I think that that's when we're talking early 2023 where uh, managerially we could do a lot better. I think that's where personally, I'm not going to talk for the other managers, but that's where I was at too. Uh, just being able to focus. And that's why I cleared my editing slate almost yeah. completely. Yeah. It's tough. It makes to, a big difference. It's tough to manage and, and, and help and also do. Yeah. All right. India is going to beat New Zealand in the semifinal. Your thoughts? You think they? What's got... the New Zealand team name? The All Blacks. Well, that's the rugby team. I don't think the oh. New Zealand cricket team has a team name. Well, I've been out on them ever since they didn't adopt the rugby name, so I'm glad. Shit. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. No need for music, Rob. I covered it.